1: Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jordan and I am the GM.
2: Hi, I'm Johnny and
3: uh, normally I play Chime North.
2: And this is Jeremy. Uh, Normally I play Julian Illix. This is Jeff.
4: I normally play Jair Lan.
0: My name is Aaron, and I play Sam Falouz. There's nothing normal about it. Yeah, no, there isn't. <laughs> no.
1: So guys, how'd you enjoy today's play? Some good stuff. Some, yeah. Some really soapy stuff. Soapy? Like soap
4: opera? Oh, yes. There was a lot of really dark things that happened, mm. or at least two very sinister things. Very emotional. Yeah. I just think that a lot of the characters needed to
1: let go of some emotions. Like definitely Chime did. Oh, Chime definitely did. Mm-hmm. For Chime, this is like your first opportunity to do something aside from getting pushed around by other characters, like or pushed around by your brother specifically. Yeah.
4: Like, mm-hmm.
2: Pushed around by a five year old.
1: <laughs> I just say it because it sounds ridiculous it does sound ridiculous And then Julian's just plain ridiculous pushed just around by play. a 5 year old your, your whole existence has been destroyed by the absence of a 5 year old
2: yes and no because it's bigger it's actually bigger than that it's something Jared Land said in play that resonates with Julian but he wasn't there for it so we talked about it possibly being a, an episode title but it hasn't really come Into play yet. So Jerry's thing was every single time he tries to do something to help, something catastrophic happens. Mm -hmm. For Julian, since he's been 10 years old, anybody who he gets close to, they they die.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: His whole entire family, both uh, his brothers, his dad. Yeah, brothers, his his dad, his mom, uh, Aylin. That's literally everybody.
0: Everybody that spins like super close to him, yeah. yeah. So you just got to get to know a proxy really, really well, and you'll start ganking him that way.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I guess who's next? Me. Both uh, of you. No. No.
4: We're not gonna get attached.
0: And then you started working for Gaspar, and Gaspar's dead.
4: Well, he, that was different. Yeah, that that wasn't he wasn't really close <laughs> to Gaspar.
1: He was just like, oh yeah. yeah. Well, he was originally working for Kotorara.
2: Yeah. Yes. The guy at the waste treatment. Yep.
4: Yeah. I'm having a hard time getting over the scene where Sam and Abel were having the confrontation at front of the hospital. Yeah. That, that was that was so, like, it was dark. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. really dark.
0: Because cause how old is Abel? Abel is seven. Seven? seven. He's seven. the one that's seven. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, that, that's. Sam's, you know, trying to do right in her own mind, his own mind, its own mind, to by, do right by able, Do their own mind, yes. <laughs> Sam and Shade are trying to do right by this kid, and the kid is very resistant? resistant to considering other options. Correct. He wanted, Abel wanted specifically to stick with Sam and Shade, and Sam doesn't have that capability, you know, to be honest. Doesn't have that. Extra time right now because we're in the middle of this other stuff, mm-hmm. and so, which is interesting
1: because like Sam in their back in your backstory has shown a lot of interest in Kalen. Yes, you know, so you have shown interest in younger
0: people before. It's just a matter of the timing, correct, and the fact then that Abel was resistant to what Sam was doing at that point. Sam kind of realized there's no way this is going to work out, and so was going to attempt to let him know,
4: no uncertain terms, put him in
0: his place. Well, that didn't work out. So Sam's like, "All right, I'm done," and we see how that turned out. (laughs) Should have just killed him. Should have just killed the seven year old. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well.
3: She didn't want
4: that. You'd have saved another person's life.
3: Yeah, maybe destroyed it, but saved it.
0: She didn't want him to hmm. die. No, Shade is still interested in that action. Mm-hmm. And Troller as well.
4: We have no clue uh, if Troller's you... alive or not.
0: Yeah, like how that didn't come up. Yeah.
3: Here's two explosions. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Do you
1: guys think Troller's dead? Or Troller's please? alive? Please please, uh, please,
0: please, please. I know our GM. I know Troller's not dead. <laughs> well, there could be I don't, I don't his think bosses. He, is. he could be dead, and his bosses could come in. You know I, mean? I thought he had like a magical gear in his pocket, and he just comes back to life. <laughs> oh, <gosh." laughs>
1: Shh, Wrong campaign! That the magical gear was the GM's get out
2: of jail free card. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh,
0: your players do this. How can I use that against them? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what. That but with the fact that Troller's uh-huh. a fire elemental. Or a fire proxy.
3: some better fire. Yes.
0: Yeah.
3: But it's
0: still a very,
3: very large explosion.
4: It was
0: a very large explosion. Yeah. If he survived, he is horribly disfigured. Maybe.
4: And possibly horribly maimed.
0: Maybe. I mean, one of the things to think about,
1: I don't know if I explicitly said this, but I, I kind of figured that Fowler. The accelerant that exploded was a big part of the fire, but he intentionally stoked it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Which so. is
3: another reason is,
4: why we think that he's probably. But the question smart. is,
3: was it Choler doing it, or was it Choler's elemental doing it? Leaving Choler. Yeah. What I like, Choler would I love Choler?
4: He wouldn't have if he was just gonna leave Choler. He he would have done it down in the sewers. Why I mean. yeah, not what,
3: necessarily? Like when you get to that point where you fill him up and they're
0: Choller was going to be arrested. And so he might have just ditched his... Say,
3: okay, this man uh, uses up his usefulness for me.
0: Yeah, ditched his that. meat suit right then. Yeah. Use him until, there's, so.
3: you, use him until you lose him. Dismal. Because <laughs> right, that, that's how this whole I- campaign started off. Yeah, I can see
2: Choller you know? using an 80s TV reference. The uh, Murdoch of yeah. this campaign. You think he's dead. Comes back. Yeah, I think he's dead again. (laughs) Suspiciously enough, it involves
1: fire a second time. I just think
3: that's how the whole campaign started off, was with a fire elemental leaving, choosing to abandon somebody and jump between bodies.
1: Let's go ahead and talk about another major world-building moment that we had
2: here. It's Arani.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. (sighs) Face
2: off.
0: That was totally unexpected i had yeah. completely forgotten that we had talked androids at all <laughs> oh i yeah. had forgotten it's
2: just we had said no, there's no androids here so i was like okay there's no androids yeah. here and so it didn't even cross my mind when i was like okay there's something about this old lady uh-huh. yeah. there's something oh, yeah. that was very it, smart of you it did not even cross Don't my play, mind because i was Don't like play. okay is she an innate a proxy or is the dog because yeah. right.
0: we had talked about one of our theories that the dog was actually a proxy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so silly, but, right? it's, uh, but it's, it's
2: possible.
4: <laughs>
1: so,
2: okay, pause for a minute. Since we're saying it, sound is so silly. When Chime was being interviewed <laughs> by the major. everything he was saying sounded so crazy. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It sounded it's totally like it's, ridiculous.
4: Like you should have Absolutely. been in the loop. same, same It was
0: like, all right, they're gonna lock you up. So you not because they think a five year old, <laughs> not because they think you did a crime, because they think you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they came over
2: and they made a banana. And they, yeah. and they did this same weird thing over a banana, and it freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. Yeah.
2: That- yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, you, I say yeah. inside of a fictional game. <laughs> yeah. The dog being a proxy sounding crazy. But it was a theory. It was a theory. Because we, we were totally just, ah, uh, androids. Okay. They're not around. That really threw Julian for a huge loop. Especially because we sort of established that they aren't by. Common knowledge aren't in Consiglio, right? Yeah. And by that fact, not even a lot of people would maybe even know about them since information is so controlled. Yeah, right,
0: right.
3: Well, at the same time, I mean, we also kind of sh- should have had a hint when she was talking to a dog, because animals are so scarce in the city. Uh
0: huh. And well, yes. and the androids are the ones who are the caretakers of of um, animal animals. In uh-huh. game, we don't know that. Well, Jerem-
3: Jeremite. Jeremite, yeah.
2: Jeremite. yeah, yeah. Uh, sure Julian that, definitely right? doesn't know. No. I mean, he's not even from
0: Consiglio. Right.
1: So, like, when I said that she was talking to a dog, like, what? That was, like, the first or <laughs> second session? Like, like, <laughs> you
0: talked about maybe just using her as a throwaway? It was
1: just a throwaway line. <laughs> yeah. And
0: you guys fixated on it.
1: So I'm
3: like...
4: <laughs> it's because it confused the heck out of us.
3: <laughs> I was like... I got to do something with this. I got in this world, I mean, you know, something like that.
2: Can't just be thrown well, away. <laughs> it wasn't so confusing. You, you it would have been like Listen, you threw something out that was odd to a PI. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's going to pick it up and try and figure everything out about it that he can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, <that's> so what... <laughs> I
1: I had to take it to the real logical conclusion, which you pointed out with the animal preserve. Yeah, that that was a, the in-world logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. But since we said that you guys didn't have the androids there, it's just like totally went over your head.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it was a nice little, it was a nice little reveal, and it was a nice bring back of a character who I think could be a lot
3: more. Yeah, oh, definitely could be, especially you know since she's obviously involved with the helping hands,
1: healing mm-hmm. hands. Yeah,
3: healing hands. That, that's a real thing.
4: Yeah, you. I know. <laughs>
0: Hands, Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. it's a charity
0: organization, oh. yeah, donate to your local nonprofit, yes, yes.
4: So,
1: <laughs> and also, uh, with Katari, I i loved that exchange with Jer.
3: Uh, oh, I love this too. <laughs> so, okay,
1: <laughs>
2: since we're on that, it started off so awkward. I was like, oh, why are we really doing this again? Because in my mind, I'm thinking last session, Jer took like leaps and bounds forward it's Uh like it's like all right he took like 50 steps forward now he's taking 53 steps back yeah (laughs) and i was like are we doing this again and then the way the conversation developed it was less of jared just being like nope i'm not gonna do it nope i'm not gonna do it he was like nope doing it is stupid
0: and here is why yes yes <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and it was right. like almost like i've been there done that and he he didn't seem more old and crotchety this <laughs> episode than just stubborn and no
2: yeah um, yeah and then when it came back around at the end of the session two with chime mm-hmm. yeah there was a one point where jerry you were giving him advice and aaron and i just looked at each other it's like Is he really giving that advice? Because this (laughs) is—it's like you can either face your whatever or and do something about it, or you can run from it. And I was like, "Well."
4: (laughs) So when he was saying that, I knew that he full well knew that he chose to run from it. Okay. Yeah. Like that's why he he gave that as an option. He wouldn't push in one way or the other. He was just saying you can do something about it. Mm -hmm.
2: But yeah, that scene with Katari, it's like, is this gonna actually be anything of substance? And then just it was just like it just got deeper and deeper and deeper as <laughs> yeah as it kept going on. I think that was a really good, really good
1: scene. Throwing old flags in front of your face, trying to get a reaction. I and mean,
4: yeah, I I I knew what you were doing, which is why he was just like ignoring most of it. But then when you were like you don't do anything, you don't help. I was like, look, I'm helping right now. Get over it. <laughs> and then he kept going. <laughs> How about the scene in the morgue? I didn't know what to do there, honestly. I, I that, was just, like, that was a good I was scene. At a loss. Was I, a good scene. I liked
2: the scene. I mean, I liked, Jeff, what you contributed to that scene because you were kind of brought everything sort of back to perspective at one point. I forgot what you said, but it was... Dang it! I don't even remember. But and Julian
0: was so focused on the Android thing and wasn't focused on the fact that at least it didn't seem that we're there to find Gat to look at Gaspar's body and to investigate that.
2: Well, no, he he was focused totally on Gaspar because that's remember he walked right up to Qatari and it, yes, and it was like this person sent you sent to find me.
0: We'll Talk about that later because we need to talk about that. But <laughs> what's this deal with Gaspar? Yeah. The, the the one who actually went and actually.
2: Down the found
0: him was jared jared's like well i'm here let's <laughs> oh my gosh when you said
2: that there was another one that had a, uh, small, oh, a small child in i was i was like is this gonna happen this way oh yeah i, w- I was like it, <laughs> if it had been a day later then yes i was
1: like is this gonna happen this way or that Yeah, her body was still probably under yeah, Yeah. legal
2: wraps. Yeah, uh, (laughs) so because that would have been been a
1: day
3: later. Then maybe.
1: (laughs) Also, that hospital was a little far away. Yeah,
3: Mm
2: it was. So again, a throwaway line, really amped up the tension. Yeah, Yeah. I held my breath as soon as you said those. Yeah, "Mm
4: -hmm." (laughs) and then you were like, "It it was a uh, a preemie," and then Jeremy just like like deflated. Yeah.
1: You gotta, have, you gotta push your players' buttons.
2: Yeah, I, got, oh, I Literally, I was like, "I don't know if I'm ready for it right now." We have lots of buttons. That would have been an interesting place to have it happen. Oh though. yeah, would yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Because no one would have been there to explain anything of what explain happened. Other that. than yeah, anything, it would just would have been
0: how. Because that was even before. Although maybe that would have been better. To... Because I don't think it would have been better. I mean I mean I mean sorry. Game wise game better for drama. interpersonal less drama. Because you wouldn't have known that Chime was involved until significantly later if you had found out at all.
2: And I'm thinking where this is pushing Julian, it probably would have been more interpersonal okay. conflict later on. Okay. If he had found out that, that way. way. And then found out later on that yep. Chime was involved. Responsible. Mm-hmm. Involved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sam was debating whether to push Julian's buttons more in that confrontation with Chime Sam was almost going to start on Shade's behest kind of so Chime you killed his daughter? I uh, Julian at one point I was
2: toying with the idea when you said that Ailen was threatening your life. So close to having Julian just raise his pistol and say like You wanna know what threatening looks like?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, he have been much less scared of you than her still.
4: <laughs> because of the yeah, fire elemental. Well, yeah. 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 Because yeah. of your past, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
2: We don't know that. We uh, yeah, we Yeah, y'all don't know about know my
4: phobia. Right. Not at all.
1: So over this week, I finished off the trilogy that I used for my inspiration when we were doing Microscope Session. Uh-huh. Uh, this book's trilogy called The Milkweed Triptych. And it's basically German X Men N- Nazis versus British warlocks during World War II.
4: Dang.
1: And it goes places to like perform their magic. The warlocks have to offer blood sacrifices, and at one point, the blood sacrifice is the soul of an unborn child. Oh,
0: no. And
1: so that creates a, a human vessel that the idolons can speak
0: through. That's dark. that's horrifying. Yeah, that's, that's about as dark as it gets. So I mean, yeah,
1: that's the mind space I've been in this
2: week. Yo, we kind of had that discussion though that since. Aileen was bonded so young mm-hmm. did she ever have a personality of her own? Right.
1: And that's one of the things that really has motivated my my take on the proxies in how they react with other people and what happens when they bond with them. It's like
2: I like the difference that you're yeah. you're highlighting as yeah. well of how they look um when Julian was able to see them. Yeah. And and this might eventually they eventually, because it's not even on Julian's radar right now. Yeah. Eventually, get him to see that maybe not all of them are completely useless. Well, or the
1: idea—the idea that Qataris was a breastplate, right. that was a cool image that just jumped to mind. Like, right. Yeah. That that yeah. was
2: I like that difference because yeah. up until now, all of them have had some negative connotations look to them even i mean even Jair's when they showed up at the morgue
0: and i could see that boiling. he's boiling julian's like nope so that being said we know that what julian sees changes based on the elementals or the person's disposition at the time because we saw
2: abel's was just calm and collected as could be mm-hmm.
0: And then, obviously, that was not the case with right. the altercation with Sam. Well, but then also, you look at—you saw Sam's down in the tunnels, and it was very much fingers, tendrils in the brain, and very wrapped around Sam. And then later, it was just sitting on my shoulders, still tendrils. Yeah. Have cool you s- still fingers? Have but- you
1: seen the movie Shutter? No, it's based off of a Thai movie.
0: Uh, it's a horror film. The thing yeah. sitting on the shoulder. Yeah, I, I, and
1: there, there's this girl who, who, she's raped in a gang rape, yeah. and then she commits suicide and her ghost goes and sits on the shoulders of the guy who led it.
0: Yes, I've seen and
1: images from that. Yeah, it's a really creepy movie. And, well, uh, the Thai was, movie is much creepier, but... What
2: was, what was creepy is the imagery of a full-grown oh. figure sitting on top of the shoulders of, of a, a tiny, tiny little...
0: Like, Small framed man. <laughs> Small framed gentleman.
1: Yeah, basically Shade rides Sam hey, like a pony.
2: <laughs>
4: wow. Uh, that was just said. That's, uh, that's some imagery.
2: Yeah, so we sort of talked uh in between episodes, and I talked with Jordan a, a little bit about this, um, about when Julian actually discovers that Ayen has died Abel off the, off it, the tracks. It, he, he, he was going to take him some places and so it's going
1: it's going to be interesting to see how you respond next episode because you know you're the main investigator for the group. They need you to help track down Abel.
2: right yeah, it's going it's to be interesting because I already know the direction I want to take. Yeah Julian, it's going to be. Definite roller coaster. Yeah, a definite roller coaster. Which you, I was attempting to show that he left his apartment, gun in hand,
3: mm-hmm.
2: in the middle of the night, shirtless, shirtless, in the middle of a lockdown,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and he's just I'm going out, and we can talk about this because uh, it'll come back up. the uh, The whole idea that Miss Guinness's apartment was completely empty. Yeah, and the notice on his door. The notice was the from the Department of Tenement and Explosions. His oh. building is being destroyed.
4: That <laughs> made so much more sense. I was like, "Why was her apartment at the yes. end? Why did you get a note?" Yeah,
3: yeah, I was wondering about like when you said the <laughs> note. I was like, "Okay, so maybe she left my a note." Oh, that,
2: that could have been the case too.
1: So let's go ahead and talk about role playing.
2: There was lots of good stuff yeah. across the board. Um, I loved Sam and Abel. I loved Jer and chime. uh-huh that whole <laughs> exchange was I loved chime and the the major. major <laughs> J.
4: I really liked the uh chime and Julian exchange, yes. That was deep.
2: That was that was intense. It was intense. I, I knew that that was going to be intense going into it. Very I, emotional for both of us. Yeah, I told I told Judge Jordan I was like I need to be
0: prepare, prepared for that scene whenever it <laughs> happens.
1: I tried to ease into it. Yeah,
0: yeah. i we'll go for we'll move on chime, chime tonight because of the scene with the with the major, the scene with Julian, and then the final scene between Chime and Jer. I'm going to go with Jer, because that
2: scene with Katari Fantastic was scene. unexpected gold. Yeah. I Going into that scene, I was like, uh, like, we talked about it before, and then by the end, I was like, wow. Right. Wow.
4: But it showed consistency of character. Yes. In the way that he was doing that. Right. He's used to doing that for so long that he had to... Use
2: it. Yeah, and then lump, I'm going to lump that in with the continuation of that thought process and the end with with Chime. So mm. I, my vote is for, for Jerry. Yeah, I'm going
3: to vote for, for Jerry as well. During the game, I, I loved the interaction between <laughs> Sam and Able. Abel, yeah. but also loved oh, being, uh, so good. being Shade at that point too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That actually pushed the scene
0: over the edge in certain ways.
1: Yes, because I think if
0: if there had been a different shade or if shade had been less insistent, I think it could have played. Oh, out it could gone completely differently.
4: Good going, Jeremy. You were shade at that point. No, that, no I it was, was uh,
0: Johnny.
2: Oh, Johnny. I was. Uh, I
3: was, sh- I was sh- the one that made it black, and that's when he started attacking. Oh, right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was shade during. Yeah, during, during oh, our interaction. Whatever. That's right. I think. The name shade is, is fitting because in each scene we did get a different shade. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <To the>
0: scene. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
4: Sometimes shade is like a little playful. Sometimes shade is really really dark and angry. Sometimes shade is like straight up evil.
0: Well, and we talked about that. Well, I don't. Jordan and I talked about that early on about having it rotate uh. between different players. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. and how to do that effectively and and some of the flavors that it'll give to shade and
1: that's something that we talked about a lot because it was it was important to us to show that shade is a very capricious
3: character yeah
1: and just by having one like having the gms always say this is what shade does or having the player say oh this is what shade does takes away the capriciousness yes so by, by inserting in another character, and it was very much inspired, Mike, the decision to make it the way that it is, was inspired by our uh, fiasco session where Johnny was in <laughs> Je-
2: Jer- Jeremy's head.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: The, there's... I, I am so disappointed that that one did not get. Right. That was I am too. Bad. Was that the
0: really dark one that you guys? No, that was the uh, camp no, death. That... And... Oh, okay, okay.
2: That was
3: the slasher horror camp
0: death. It was is... actually pretty lighthearted for what it was.
2: If yeah, for what it was. Yeah, I mean there was there were some. It was very like, campy. There were some creepy moments oh, definitely too. Definitely creepy moments, but it wasn't. But... It wasn't overtly dark. Okay, no. I mean, his character was. Ended up being a figment of my character's imagination. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome because yeah. it just so
4: happened that Johnny's character didn't yeah. interact with anyone but Jeremy's
2: character. <laughs> and and when they he did interact, everybody else was just creeped out. Uh huh. They were just like, "Who is this guy? Uh, Why is going he so?" Going on? On? And um, it it wasn't planned. It just it happened naturally
1: right. that way. And then uh, and then also, I inserted another voice, like a really like a dark passenger kind of voice, like. Uh-huh. like You're going to open the pills. You're going to dump them into the toilet. Okay. Kind of thing. It got dark in some places. It, it was pretty funny in others, but but fast. that voice, like, so uh, this guy who's having two different voices talking yes, at yes. the same time. That's kind of something that we I wanted to capture with shade. The best way to do that is to rotate it amongst different players, so that shade, yeah, you never know who it's going to be or how the mental processes will be or anything like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. when I was doing shade, it was I definitely had the uh, lighthearted approach, you know. Yeah, it almost you know ended up here with death, but it was gonna let you go let you die.
4: I was gonna vote for Sam. Uh... So we had two for
1: Jer, two for Jer, two for Jer. One, one for Sam, yeah. one for Shine. Shine. yep
4: So Jer gets the
1: point. you get the point. Sweet. Also, you all get ten points straight off the of that. Yay. Yay. Yay!
4: Who's
1: furthered their character the most? <laughs>
0: that's a hard question. That is hard. Furthered or like uh, like advanced developed their, advanced developed their character, their character developed. or changed? Yeah, <laughs> that's a because what do you consider it in advance? Like like Julian, I would say, I would actually, say it was a regression almost.
1: Move the moved the goalpost from one point to another. Okay. Showed character growth or
3: change. It's one of these two.
0: Yeah. It's got to either be Julian or Jer. I would almost say Julian because of the events that occurred. There were multiple things that led Julian down this ultimate, you know, moment of self-destruction. Mm-hmm. And that's where my, my vote would be on Julian.
3: Yeah, I'm going to, have to go with Julian as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, unless you want to vote for yourself, it's three to
2: one. We got to actually see Sam be a little more assertive. Himself. Himself, herself. Itself. Even myself. <laughs> Almost challenging shade at the point with Abel. Mm-hmm. Which is not something yeah. we have seen before.
0: Arguing explicitly with Shade about what Briefly to do, and then still toeing the line.
2: Yeah, I would say there's there's potential there. So yes, yes, keep keep going in that direction because ultimately that decision was taken out of his his hands. Correct. Because Abel decided to do what Abel wanted to do, and ultimately Sam didn't have a say, or Sam or Shade didn't have a say in that. Right. Right. So, but I. That could be the start of a very interesting progression. Yes. Yeah. And that's, Yeah, that could you can go places with that one. Yeah. So that would have been my vote. It's an interesting choice. Because it's something totally brand new that we hadn't seen. And although we did see a further progression of Jair, but it was just more that I think was more of just a continuation of what we saw last session. Uh-huh. So it wasn't something totally brand new it was just further explaining the change that had already happened in in my my viewpoint. So. Yeah.
3: Well, that's why I've over.
2: Well, that was totally brand new for Julian. Yes. It <laughs> totally. yes. very new. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Well, and then you had that solo scene for Julian where you already had it planned out and Well,
2: yeah. It's because you knew that it was coming. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
4: you, you, oh, we all knew
2: that it was coming. you knew that there was going to be the moment where it hits him in the face. Mm-hmm. And so there's got to be a pretty decisive thing that happens. Which direction does he get pushed? Yeah. Because aside from just completely shutting down and not doing anything, which is, I mean, it is a common reaction, mm-hmm. um, which is why he did what he did for at first, where he was just. It didn't look like he was doing anything, he was wandering, he, looked, he was wandering, yeah. And then, what you saw at the end, he's made a decision. What that is, we shall see. Yeah, we'll have to find mm-hmm. out later.
3: So,
1: anyway, it sounds like Julian,
0: yeah, like it's it gets the points. Like mm-hmm. Now, for
3: our favorite discussion food, Food. we had some good food tonight. We did have we some did. good food.
0: Full
1: disclosure if there's a tie, I can't vote. Um, I just since last time we recorded. I had some surgery and so I can't. I'm on a bit of a restricted
0: diet right now. So, mm-hmm. everybody votes for the person to the right and we all get a point. <laughs> yeah, <Because> perfect. <laughs> guaranteed tie and Jordan can't break it. <laughs> We'd have to go wake him up. Yeah, actually, your wife
1: tried everything, Jeremy. So, yes, yeah, she did. She's <laughs> long asleep by yeah. now. She
2: liked the enchiladas, though. I yeah, she that. does. The enchiladas. The enchiladas we good. Jeff brought enchiladas. Uh-huh. Gipers, uh-huh. They
4: were quite tasty. And Johnny. really easy to make.
1: Johnny brought jalapeno bacon encrusted poppers. Oh yeah. my
4: goodness, they were amazing. Mm-hmm. They were like, He used thick cut bacon, mm-hmm. so it was just like chowing down. They looked like um, egg rolls. Almost like, almost they like did
0: ham it. slices. The, yeah. the bacon was, yeah. uh, it was biting into amazing. it. I was like, is this ham in here? Like,
2: They're really good. <laughs> and then Aaron, you had some homemade salsa. Which, Which went was, excellent on top of everything. Yes, it was. It was great. The
4: salsa was. It so was good. really good. And then Jeremy made these uh, um, omelet boats.
2: Omelet boats, basically Pillsbury Grand's biscuit shaped mm. into a bowl, and then you cook in omelet mix in
0: inside of it. Okay. Those were delicious as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, my vote is <sighs> for the salsa.
2: I'm, salsa. I'm, I'm a big salsa fan, and that salsa was very good.
4: My vote probably gonna be for those poppers because bacon,
0: cheese, and jalapeno,
4: and bacon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so just because bacon. There was bacon in the omelets too, but. Yeah, it was there fun was fun. bacon.
4: Yeah, there was, and it was quite delectable. I think I'll
3: vote for the poppers.
4: I'm gonna vote for the,
1: the omelet that I brought. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, ham and cheese omelet from IHOP. It was about as big as a as a Chipotle burrito. Mm-hmm. Wow! It, it, it couldn't have been just like two or three eggs. It had to have been like six or eight eggs. <laughs>
0: it was <laughs> huge. They're like the the jumbo ostrich eggs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, three of those. <laughs> so yeah, my, that
4: would be huge.
3: Since
1: since I really did not share with anybody, that my vote doesn't count. So
3: <laughs> Donnie. Yeah. I want to say it's salsa because it went really good on top of
0: everything else.
1: So it everything. It was the perfect everything. condiment.
0: But well, if you vote for salsa then we have a tie. Yes. And then we And then
3: you both get points. I'm I'm okay with that. Considering. And in that case, salsa. <laughs> cuz like I said, it was the perfect condiment cuz it made everything else taste that much better.
0: Nice. So let it be written, so let it be done. Two for salsa and two for Poppers? One (laughs) point. Two votes and two votes. One point. Two fate points?
1: (laughs) I appreciate your adaptation of Shades. (laughs) It might be a little late in the evening, but I can still see past that. You said one point. I think two points would be more fun. (laughs) It would definitely be more interesting. (laughs) It's also a hard no. Hard <laughs> pass, hard pass. <laughs> Alright guys, well thank you so much for a fun uh, set of episodes of gaming. I appreciate all the work you guys did with your characters today. Uh, honestly, I just show up and I barely even had to look at the notes that we did. Everything went so well in terms of the gameplay. I didn't have to do a lot of prompting. A few things showed up that I had written down, but just a few. For example, the fire drakes were going to kidnap Chime, so... Again. again.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, gosh. Da- <sighs> so that's not happening at this point.
4: Yay!
1: <laughs> at this point, he said. <laughs> they might kidnap Shade, and Shade might be like, you know what, I like you guys.
3: Question is, are they going to kidnap Sam with Shade? Yes.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we know it's possible. <laughs>
1: it's possible. Have your lungs ripped out. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it.